0: Misfit Toys. Hey,
2: how are you? You are? You're good? Yeah? Nice. Nice, nice, nice. By the way, I had to cancel Helium in Indianapolis in August. Sorry. It's, uh, some For some press for 10-year-old Tom. Hmm. We'll reschedule. We'll reschedule. Still coming to Canada. Toronto in August. I'll get you the details on that. Um, and Oh, and in Los Angeles. uh, August 9th at 10 o'clock at Typewriter Dynasty. Me and the great Cam Kavinsky. The way they're advertising it is Glass and Kavinsky. It's got a little ring to it got a little uh ring to it that's really it uh today was uh it was fun today's show you're gonna love it have you been the levitts oh well you're gonna love it have you been the levitts you have did you love it great um i really think that's it there's nothing much you know we got it all covered in the show i'm so used to coming on You know, doing my intro to the show. When I don't do it, I think you miss it. I get a lot of emails. People go, "Ah, I need that. I need it. Well, I have my coffee. Hey. And by the way, happy birthday to you, to you. You know who I'm talking to. Oh,
0: shut up.
2: All right. Ladies and gentlemen, as they say in the business... We now join the Todd Glass Show, already in progress. Wow. What, a, what a, an event. First time. First times for a lot. Last week it was the first time by myself. And by the way, I now have a thing that goes from a mic cord right into my cell phone. And Joe McKenzie, I want to apologize to you for last week. It goes right from the mic Boom, right into the phone. No adapters. That will never happen again. Guess who? Well, our guest is going to be here in about a half an hour. Neil Nanda. I'm always afraid I'm going to say his name wrong. But guess who? I'll give you one hint. I can only give you one hint. I'm not going to... Not no bullshit. Who do you think is here? I'll give you one hint. Listen up, folks, because I'm not joking around. It's not where, you know... Vinny... You listening? There's one person sitting across from me. We've never just been us. I, I, I. You might feel differently. I I will ask you once you can talk, but I don't think it's ever been just me and this person sitting across from me. Honestly, I'll give you one hint, and then you tell me if you can guess. Listen closely.
1: He's
2: here. Play, play it again, uh, play it again. I want people. Listen, listen
1: close. Aristotle.
2: Aristotle. Aristotle. Okay, who do you think it is? It's Aristotle, everybody.
3: Who could Sh- it have been?
2: Wow, it's just me and you. Yeah, I like to make an event out of things. But has it ever been just me and you? I don't think so, but I, it's, it's It seems weird remember. that it hasn't.
3: Yeah, but I've, it's also all just kind of blurring the times that we've just talked off the podcast. Like Even part of this doesn't really feel like the podcast right now.
2: Well, let me tell you something. Maybe I was taking you for granted in the old days. That's why I never had you, because now I miss you. Now I'm like, I was like, Aristotle, come on, we will do it. Do it, just, it was just going to be me and you... But then Neil texted me, and I'm like, "Oh, we'll do Aristotle for an hour."
3: Always texting that Neil. Always texting.
2: We're gonna talk to him about that. Can I be on the show? Can Can I? I? Oh, oh, please, Todd. Oh, oh. (laughs) Oh shit! Oh shit! Let me do that. Give that again. These drops are important. Oh shit! Oh shit! Can we? Can you press, press and hold that Aristotle and see? Does it give you? Is the volume all the way up? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Um, hi, Aristotle. Hello,
3: Todd. How are you?
2: I'm doing all right. I gave you some apple chips.
3: They were very good, yes. Isn't it weird? Uh, ah, no! Uh, what the fuck?
2: I lifted the bag out of the trash, but it was upside down. Crumbs. Isn't it weird that, I guess because apple chips, there's, someone once said that, you know, like, if something's not frozen, it's good if it's frozen because you know how it's staying fresh. If it's in a can, okay, there's some chemicals in there. But this is in a bag. But it's apple chips. But there's no regreed on the back. Like, what is there? Saturated fat or be careful.
3: Uh, hold on, we we ripped it right like in the middle of the ingredients. It's but it, it's just apples, canola oil, corn syrup, and citric acid. But oh. I'm pretty sure it's because they're dehydrated apples, right? Which gets rid of the moisture, which means no mold can grow on them.
2: Would you say that? Because sometimes you can go okay. It's 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 not healthy. It's just less. It's just less uh, bad because there's some corn syrup. Sh- 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 Corn syrup.
4: I
3: think it's... Yeah, I I guess I wouldn't say healthy, but it's better than potato
2: chips. Much better than potato chips. So you consider it healthy junk food. But there are some things... What's something that you think is so healthy, it actually is healthy, but you like it a lot? As Uh, a can, as a snack.
3: Apples and peanut butter? Peanut butter does have a lot of sugar, but... That's
2: well, can I tell you something?
3: Oh, you know what I do? Is I think we've talked about this bananas before. Bananas and honey? Uh, bananas and peanut butter and chocolate chips. The cho- I don't need the chocolate chips, but uh, yeah. I just like adding them in for
2: texture. Frozen? Did you ever freeze the bananas? You, not frozen frozen.
3: Not for this. I freeze the bananas because that's how you can't. I've only done it well, twice. But banana ice cream. Yeah, that's what you put it in the blender and you maybe add some cocoa powder. Now you've got chocolate ice cream and it's just and, as and good as any. You
2: other. know what? I'm not kidding you. There, There's an art to some of these things. What you're talking about, uh, if, you, if you can make it and whip it up and then mm-hmm. put it back in the freezer for 20 minutes and you have a little bit of patience. But the banana, only thing I noticed now with the blender I had, it wasn't the worst blender. You don't want to keep adding moisture, like whatever you would add, a little milk because then it's so you gotta just wait it out. Yep. For and it seems like it's spinning and it's spinning but eventually it'll get it'll stay thick. Does that make sense what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I have added milk just for the that little bit more Loose creaminess, but yes, it's that, like, well, just got to, let's see, it'll get there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and then if you have patience to put it in the freezer, I agree with you on that one. A lot of things, you're like, well, it's not as good, but it's doing the job. But when I've done that, um, the iced bananas, and you're right, I say it serves as vanilla because if you put some cocoa powder in there, it it tastes like chocolate, maybe with a hint of banana. Exactly. But yeah. not that much. Like, you could almost cover the banana up if you wanted to, right? Yep.
3: I save so much money on ice cream because I just buy the bananas.
2: Yeah, and you know what I try to do? Am I talking normal? Am I okay? Yeah. Hello? Hello? I try to get the bananas when I'm going to make ice cream with them as, as a, like, almost where they're not eatable anymore. You got to peel them so carefully. They
3: just mush in your hands.
2: Yeah, but if you peel them carefully, you can get them in the freezer and um, make some banana ice cream. Have you ever seen that machine? You put it in and then it comes, custard comes out. Some things. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. You never I mean, seen the a, infomercial a, for that? A custard machine? It's no, it's a teeny little machine, and you go put fresh fruit in, and then it has got an electric motor, and then it grinds out. Well, I'm sure it doesn't work as good as in the commercial, but in the commercial it looks like you know, like right out of like a Dairy Queen, like, but it's not. But it's.
3: I've not, but uh, one of my roommates, I have two roommates, was talking about buying an ice cream machine. I was like, we
2: have a blender.
3: We have a blender and we have bananas. We don't uh,
2: an ice can't. cream machine. That would be dangerous. Yeah. Does he want like how much does an ice? Do you even know did, did, what an ice cream machine costs?
3: It's probably not that much now. There's lots of you know,
2: little mini or thing. Now I'm thinking of like when I worked at Dairy Queen, the big custard oh, machine. Oh
3: no, not like that. It, like the, like a little one.
2: Yeah. Oh oh oh. I know what you mean. I'm thinking. I know what you mean. Yeah yeah. Oh, they're not. You can get those yeah. a good one the size of a bucket. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah.
3: I have a bucket. We just put the bananas in there.
2: Watch your mouth. Say I have a bucket again and then give yourself a little oh shit. I have a bucket. Oh. Jesus. Oh shit. Oh, I don't shit. know how Cam does that on the road. I'm about ready so to quickly. take the film off of it because oh, maybe the film okay, yeah. I don't I'm not 100% positive. But but now on the because Oh shit. Oh, he shit. rarely, I guess I wouldn't know if he missed it because I just wouldn't hear anything.
3: There's also I guess, yeah, I guess that makes sense. This film that's on the iPad, that that is... I'm, I'm not slow to it, it's just I have to press it a few times. I think no, I was... Fuck, iPad. I'm
2: up! <laughs> I was, uh... If you're tuning in now with us, ladies and gentlemen, in the midst of the Tiglass show, I'm sitting down with Aristotle, we're talking, and we're waiting for Neil... Nanda. 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 I know him so well. I really like him. He's a good guy, and I'm really excited that he's going to be here. But back to what you were saying. Um... Oh, so just sometimes I, I listen to the show later and I realize, Todd, you need to finish sentences. What we were referencing is when you press the iPad, there's a soundboard on there. And maybe there's a cover on it, you know, like part of the, the you know, the thing you put on it to protect it if it falls. I, I'll just go with the border. I'll take the cover off. But on the road, when Cam does it, he probably does have it sometimes. Where, it, But I don't know because I'm not looking at him. I just wouldn't hear the drop. With you, I can see. like, And with me this afternoon, I was like...
3: What the fuck? On full display, my, my inability to touch it. Now, touch
2: believe screen. me, I'm, <laughs> I, was, I was doing it last night in here. I'm like, what? Why is this so? This is not right. I don't think it is right. I want to try taking the film off of it. You know what? I'm going to leave myself a message right now because I don't want to do it during the show. But who knows? That could fix something that you've been dealing with for literally two years on the road. So hold on. Let me make a message. Try taking the is making cover. <laughs> try taking the cover off the iPad to see if it makes touching it a little more. When he when he turns it off on the road, he always uses the volume on the on the little mixer he has behind his keyboard. Because then it's I need the cutoffs to be absolute. Yeah. So he just does that. And then he always remembers to turn the volume back up. Anyway. Alright, enough with that. Oh, what well, we were just saying, you could do that with strawberries too, obviously. Oh yeah. But you I can't like make that I another I, flavor. It's, right. too, it's too pronounced. I mean, pronounced.
3: Maybe you could add something to it, but yeah. I also just don't like strawberry ice cream.
2: Oh, you don't? Can oh. I tell you what I like? Yeah. Yes. I like to get sometimes a strawberry milkshake from McDonald's, mm. but then a cup of just a McFlurry without anything in it, so a cup of custard. And somehow taking a spoon. There are different consistencies. A cup of the custard, you know, the, the, the McFlurry, and then the strawberry, which is a lot looser, I guess you would say, and it's so good, but you don't like strawberry.
3: Yeah, there's something about strawberry flavor that I don't like. I love strawberries.
2: Oh, fresh strawberries. But well then you can make fresh strawberry ice cream.
3: But then I feel like once that happens, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna like this anymore. It'll it's also basically sorbet,
2: right? Right. Right. That's what I did last night. I got lemon sorbet mm. and vanilla ice cream. And I would did the same thing. I took I put the vanilla ice cream in the microwave for 15 seconds. And then I took a cup and I put half lemon sorbet. Did I say that right? Yeah. And then half of the vanilla. Very, still ice cream, but very smooth. Oh, shit. Oh, and shit. It was, oh. it was very clean and, and great. It was really good. Um, I guess what, Vinny. I said, Vinny, do you have a question for Aristotle? Hold on. I got to keep my eye on the phone because I told Neil, text me when you're parked. Oh, what did he write? He wrote some already hold Todd on Todd is
3: checking his phone I'm
2: a little early let me know when to pop back okay I'm gonna say well let's just
3: tell him to go to eight the 7-eleven and get us some skittles <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, don't have, you don't. eight <laughs> on the dot tonight's gonna be fun glad you're here You're saying Vinny? No, that's to Neil. Oh, Vinny, Vinny, Vinny. So, Vinnie. um, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. I heard you don't you don't come around Don Rare's house anymore. Um, so I said, what What's a question you have for him? So he asked, uh, "What your favorite, uh, pup song is, and why, and play it tonight during the show." Uh, good question, Vinny. He's in tell him it's a good question. It, it I'll edit this question. out. Do me a it favor. Almost, it almost feels leading. Will you do me a favor? Yes.
0: And I'll edit this
2: out, I swear. Of course. Vinny's been a little you know, he just needs a little pep up. I'll oh, mention gosh, it. You okay. go, Todd, you're yeah. that's a great question. Why are we moving past it? So right. we'll edit this out. I swear to God. Got it. Right, let yeah. me just go into it. Really pour it on. Like that's just a good question. And it's a two parter, and then I get FUCK I'M UP <laughs> So um Oh, Vinny yeah, Vinny sent a question in, and, he, and his question, oh is, oh his question is this. I can't believe
3: such a thoughtful <laughs> man sending in questions.
2: Oh, well, <laughs> and he said, what's your favorite pup song? Oh, shit. Oh and shit. why? Oh, shit. Oh. And also play it later in the show. Oh, shit. Oh great shit.
3: fucking question. All right, it's not that,
2: all right let's good. move on. It's not no, that great.
3: No, no, no. Vinny is clearly the steerer the steer of this ship. He's leading the show from the shadows.
2: You know what? You might be right. I didn't think about it that way. Oh, I, shit. Oh, shit. Wow. Look at Vinny. What if we left that in? Wouldn't that be embarrassing? Oh, He's like, oh, that, that was so disingenuous. Yeah. Let me take a picture. With my phone,
3: so I don't forget to edit that out. Yeah, please.
2: <laughs> we left it in once a long time ago, and somebody heard it, and I felt horrible. I was trying to make someone feel better. And I said, just go off on how cool his hats are. And not you, Katie, oh. left it in. No big deal. Just by accident. And the person's like, oh, my God. So, hold on. Let me get a picture here. I hope I do this right. I know one thing I'm good yeah, at is over driving I, a bit home. <laughs> I mean,
3: I, I really have to sell that. It's a terrible question. That would be a it's, it's an obvious
2: question. Okay, so what is your favorite Pup song?
3: Uh, it's the, my favorite Pup song is off. I love... I, dark. It used to be Dark Days because it's such a... All of them are great songs. Dark Days is a great fucking song. But on the new album... It's going to seem sad. It's not sad, I swear to God. And uh, I, 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 truth, I, it's been great. Uh, but the new album came out, and there's a song on there called Totally Fine that like hit every nail on the head of what I was feeling at the time, so much so that I went out and got the words Totally Fine tattooed what? on my chest. Just because it was like, I say... Even, even without the song, I say totally fine all the time to myself and everyone else. That I thought, this is totally this fine. This is my mantra. Well,
2: wow, that's you know, it's funny because you're like, is it okay if we come over? Oh, it's totally yeah, fine.
3: Totally fine. Oh, I can't, I
2: can't make it tonight. <laughs> that's
1: totally uh, fine.
2: So if i don't, I'm don't really even care. worry about it because we were going to go there anyway without, so don't feel Are bad you sure or you're anything. Okay? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God, I'm totally, totally fine. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? We realized, me and Cam that we say more now is the thing, the other drop you play a lot. Of. Oh, shit! You oh, go, wait, are we saying that because we hear it on the show, or is that a common... I think we said it anyway before, but anyway. Yeah. So, uh, and, and, and why sort of ex- you explained it. Yeah, just,
3: it, it's a lot of... Uh, well, now I feel, now I'm embarrassed, because in this moment, I can't remember the lyrics. That's okay,
2: that doesn't... My, that's like when I see a comedian, uh, when I first started to see comedy, and I couldn't, I love them, and I couldn't remember their name. To be honest, maybe one or two of their jokes. But I did love them. It's just, you know, that's embarrassing. I didn't want to make a big deal. I came up with that. No, I tried to distract. <laughs> and we'll play it later. Do you think that we will remember to play it later, or do you think you'll forget?
3: I think I'll remember, especially if we take, take a, a break. Picture, or take a break. And
2: take take a, a break. Why don't you set something on your phone? Because, you know, Vinny will get very upset. And then he writes letters to corporate, which is so I talk to him Come about on. it. Yeah, I know. Dear Chris Hardwick. Um, is Todd supposed to be, you know, this or is Todd supposed to be that or is, you know, Todd supposed to. Is he supposed to do uh, cross promotions with other shows?
4: I think you should leave. Got season three?
1: Do da do da. I think you should Thank leave. Got season three? Oh do da day. Tim Robinson cross promotion.
4: I think you should leave. Got season three? Oh do da day. Pop pop.
2: All right. So listen.
3: Start making notes
2: now. I hate this. I think I have a tooth in the back. I'm gonna go to the dentist tomorrow. Maybe my night guard is irritating my gums. Mm -hmm. And the teeniest bit can make your breath not feel. I've gone through three three, three tins of uh, Altoids just tonight. Was it something you ate maybe? No, I didn't eat anything. No, no, I think it's... Hmm. It could be in my head. Only one time in the last... Mm -hmm. Vinny's probably going, yeah, it's not what I remember... (laughs) but I had damp breath oh, oh. What? What'd you say?
1: Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh.
2: What's the furthest you took your motorcycle out so far?
3: Oh right. Uh a few miles. It was the it wasn't the video I sent you, but after that I I rode a little bit further out. Still not on the freeway, but I rode it on some bigger streets and that was fun uh i rode in the center lane of a three lane like big street that's in pasadena and then as i was riding i was like this is this is nice this is easy i was like oh right I'm already paying attention. I'm not like di- I'm not distracted. I got a little lost in the moment of enjoying it that I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm supposed to be watching these other cars so that they
2: don't right, right. <laughs> defensive driving."
3: Yeah, I was like, "I okay, I I took a break for a moment to just enjoy this." I was like, "Nope, this is this is why I'm practicing, right?" now.
2: I saw the video that I you sent, sent me. I sent out a video, yeah. If I had a a beefed up uh <laughs> Can you bring those, I, I, the biggest scooters? There's ones that are more legitimate. There's like a cool place, big place to put your feet. What are they called? Like a Vespa. A Vespa. A- are there different sizes of them? Because I could swear I saw one that looked like it was just a little meteor.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think you can buy, I think you can buy different engine sizes and stuff. But I don't, I don't believe they are Built as powerful as motorcycles can be, right? Right.
2: Can you bring any Vespa out on the highway? Not that I'd want to.
3: I don't think Vespas. No, I think they have to be a certain.
2: Yeah, yeah. Certain
3: uh, engine power.
2: You know it's fun. I think I mentioned this last week. I I would never had a motorcycle. I probably never will. I'm too distracted. But I get the beauty of them. Like okay. Jake Adams had one that was like mm-hmm. it was a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. We di-
3: we discussed it a little bit. Oh, that's right. We yeah, did. Yeah. We did. We did. But, and it was
2: really pre- it was like really good looking, pretty. It was like a really I get nice asked bike. all the time,
3: "What year is that bike?" I was like, "It is a 2022." I know. was like, "Oh."
2: That's what i thought well they what what is the name of the like the c- it's a royal enfield i n t six
3: fifty if you want to google it and if you want to see the exact one i have the sunset strip colorway which is just black and red
2: and is it like like you know like in cars i'm sure in cars you'll have you know okay these are whatever model Ford and then there's all these different un, un, all these different types of Fords is it right. the same thing with this motorcycle
3: yeah they have different they have different models that are like This one is part of the twin series, so they have another one that's built similarly, but more "quote unquote" cafe style, uh, where like the handlebars are lower. I was like, I don't, I want to be seated upright. I want a little more comfortable.
2: Yeah, yeah. How about the? uh, I want to. We. I keep thinking, oh, we should put pictures up. We never do, and I'm sorry for that, people. But I don't know if that's ever going to change. We have the most visually appealing podcast. The next person. That sits there. It's going to happen, folks. I know. We had problems with the podcast studio eventually. You know, we th- we went from over in... Um, Black Horse. Black Horse to here. And we, had pr- we fixed it. And we got the studio. So we're going to have a new person sitting on that board. So let's do... We're going to go out and welcome Neil in. Aristotle, we got to talk a little. Always I could... Well, we're not done. It's just the three of us tonight. So anyway. So uh, we'll take a little break. And we'll... Um, we'll come back with the that was like the cold cold open wow i mean this should just aristotle and todd it's nice wow it's a real show i'm not bullshitting around anymore neil's gonna be here in a second The King of the Road, ba, 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 ba. Well, our guest is here, ladies and gentlemen. That means the show can start. Our
4: next guest is it's one of big our opening favorites. Tonight. He's making his 68th appearance on the show. This the is the start of, of the show, Paul everybody. Glass, Todd grew up in a small town outside Philadelphia, a town that knew nothing of show business. Wow, but the it's popular a real show. Colastoga high school student had a revelation while hosting the senior class variety show three years in a row. He loved to perform. Todd appeared locally at Smokey Joe's Talent Night every Tuesday, and like a Roman candle, it wasn't long before his career was shooting skyward, brightly lighting the Hollywood sky. Todd has appeared on the cover of Rolling Stone eight times, People Magazine 12 times, and Good Housekeeping once. However, Todd is best known for his work with underprivileged children, having donated millions of dollars to charities all over the world, all without taking a single tax deduction. This is an exciting night for us, because tonight, for the first time ever, The most handsome man in all of show business, with a head of hair to die for, and cheeks that every grandma wants to squeeze, has agreed to share with us his beautiful singing voice. Even his most adoring fans will be surprised to know that Todd has written over 7,000 songs, 80 of them today, plus four poems and a limerick. This is real. And his iPod has over 4,000 tunes on it. Wow. His new CD, Todd Glass, In Your Face, The Way You Like It, is number two on the charts, and it has not even been recorded yet. Ladies and gentlemen, a man that needs no introduction, Mr. Todd.
2: Wow, everybody, that's an opening. That says this guy is somebody. How's he get Jimmy Kimmel to do a long intro like that? Because, well, Neil is here, everybody.
3: Neil Nanda,
2: wow. Clean. Wow. Look who's here. First time. It is the first time, right?
1: This is my first time, yes. But you you were you you hung out with the old. Yeah.
2: Joe gets mad when I gets mad when I talk over the jingle, so let's play it again. He's flipping out at me.
1: He's freaking out. He just uh, threw a chair.
2: Did you you hear about that? No, seriously, yeah. did you? Now hear he about? He threw it. a chair, at, threw at, a at, chair. A, at a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad that you're here. Yeah, yeah, it was everyone. So he he goes. He's listening. What's the story? He's listening to the podcast in his car, and mm-hmm. then he. Right. Gets out of his car and there's like a chair because they're selling Girl right. Scout cookies. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to He goes, gets out, just takes the thing, hurls it at one mm-hmm. of the Girl Scouts.
5: Yeah, don't talk during the jingles. Don't that's, talk. That's the moral of the story. They destroyed all of their cookies. Here we go. Yeah.
2: Let's come in clean. We'll edit that out. Whenever I say I'm editing something out, I never am unless I say truth. Okay. But uh, let's edit that out. Yes, yeah, actually, because I don't want Joe to hear that. Yeah, out I don't want you. to get arrested. Just come yeah. in, come in clean. Uh, so anyway. Oh, guess who's here, everybody? Neil, Neil is here. Neil Nanda, Neil Nanda On
1: the top of that show Ba-ba. Neil Nanda, Neil Nanda Is this one? That's
2: just the show. Oh, shit. Neil Nanda yeah. No, put the chair down. Put the, put the chair down. Put it down. How do you know what Joe's doing. <laughs> Neil Nanda How do you know? Probably at home right now. He's facetiming me. He's
5: facetiming me. <laughs> you sold it. See, He's facetiming me right now. He's, he has a chair. Okay. Shit. Shit. Sh- okay. Put it down. Oh
2: sorry. no! Don't no, pick it up. Don't no, pick it back up. No. Joe, I'm sorry. We're
5: sorry. We're
2: sorry. Let me see if I could be like Joe. Tell me the truth. Close your eyes and tell me if it's. Okay. I'm gonna tell you which one to play. All right. Here we go. You tell me if it's. Uh... Neil Namda. Neil Nanda, Neil Nanda. Who do you think this
5: is? Oh. Um, Harry Styles. Was that Harry Styles? No, that
2: was, was it? M- no, it was me. That, that was me. Oh, it was you? Yes. It was. Are you just saying that? No, no. I thought, it was, I don't think I thought Harry was Styles a, was here.
5: I didn't know. I, don't I thought that was a surprise. A b- you told me it was a surprise. I thought Harry Can Styles was here. Can I ask you a question? I'll
2: edit this out. I yeah, swear to yeah, God. Please edit it out. Please. Is my voice better than Joe's?
5: Of course. No, no,
2: no, 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 Neil. Yeah, I, I'm your friend. You don't have mm. to. I want to know the truth. Okay. Is my voice, the texture of it, the mm-hmm. tonality of it, mine is better?
5: Okay. Yeah, I'm going to be honest.
2: I appreciate I'm gonna, I'm it. I, pre- I don't want to be an idiot. I do don't want to lie
5: to you. I think you would place fourth in American Idol.
2: What? Oh, oh,
5: is there a fourth? There's a fourth. Yes, there's a fourth place. Um, you How know. are you? I'm great. I'm good. Good I'm not, to see
2: you. I'm not in a hurry. We do have something for you to look forward to. Give me the other Neil drop. Maybe Neil. We got another so, drop in the middle of the show. Let's say you say something. Mm-hmm. It's just like could be witty, could be funny, could be serious, could be mm-hmm. poignant, could be anything. It won't Aristotle be any of those comes things. in with this.
1: Neil, 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 Neil,
2: Neil, Neil, Neil. You don't think you like it? N-E-A-L neal neal, it right. neal, 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 I like it. it's Neal,
5: Neil neil neil. Right? That's really nice. It sounds like Neal, someone's neal,
2: really- neal, Neal,
1: Neal, Neal, neal. Hey. Come up!
5: Ooh. I, take that, I take that back. Number number two, American Idol. That's number two. Right Aristotle, there. that's some good drops. That's runner up. The drops are not easy. Sometimes I want to applaud. Those drops. are
2: incredible. I know we should applaud it. That's we amazing. Apl- that Neil, was incredible. first of all, hello. Hello. Um, I always remember when I listen to the show later. Stop! I get revved up right away. Mm-hmm. Stop! Mm-hmm. You don't. You three go. How do you open that big? And then you because we come back down. I'm going to tell people I met you in Atlanta. Yes. And um, you didn't – I remember I teased you, right? You teased me from the – it was so – Because you didn't stick around or something? No, I stuck
5: around. You did? You you teased me from the stage. I was in the audience, and uh, you were uh, going through the audience, and you were just – I don't know what – I don't think there was a bit, uh, but you were going through the audience, and you were yelling at people. Uh, which is a great bit. But it way. had to be joking around. No, around. it was funny. It was very funny.
2: I didn't have a band yet, but I did mm-hmm. have a lot of music on the iPad.
5: Yes, yes. You had four thousand songs. And then and you opened Yes. You so you went through the crowd and you were just doing some st- bits with everybody and you were going person by person, like, ah, unfold your arms and you were like blah blah blah. And then you came up to me and go, Hey, I heard you're actually pretty funny. And you kept going and I was like, How does he know this?
2: Other comedians tell you. Yeah,
5: other and you know what?
2: I trust them. And whenever, look, I'm going to be nice to anybody, but I mm-hmm. get when a comedian introduces you to another comedian, and he goes, "He's funny." They're not mm-hmm. just saying that; yeah. they want you to know that. Like, and I appreciate they tell me that, and I always take take heed to it if that mm-hmm. if that's the right word. But uh, yeah, you uh, hey, if you want to fit the word on you is that you were funny. That's a good thing, right? Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, oh, shit. But and then you did like, did you do a week or? So you what happened?
5: What happened? Everybody was has their own memory. Yes. That's what so I, love. I go uh, right after the show. I go to the green room, and you were like, "Yeah, I heard you're pretty funny." Another comic told me you were funny, and I was like, "Oh, that's so that's so kind." And then you were like, "What what kind of stuff do you talk about? What kind of material do you?" Do? And I go. I can't believe you said you did
2: this. This is I true. Mean, you did seem this. Like a question, I. W- I and knew have your memory, but I would mm-hmm. never ask that. But yeah, go ahead. You, you did ask that. No, I didn't. And then I. I'll go to my death yeah,
1: I'm g- because no, I
2: wouldn't. Because roll the tape. You roll the tape. You, Fuck, I'm up. When you're <laughs> roll the tape. When you're a the, good, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop yeah, yeah, yeah. you for one second. But it's okay. I won't get in the way of it again. Yeah. Everybody. Sometimes you don't remember you didn't say something because mm-hmm. you remember the incident. Right. You just know who you are. Who you are. Right. It's, uh, And so, so like on radio, whenever they go, what type of material do you do? I always my answer to that is, well, if I could explain it, it wouldn't be that good, right? So I would never. Well, it wasn't specifically uh...
4: that.
5: It wasn't specifically. (laughs) But you said something along those lines. Like, oh yeah, you you know, I hear you're really funny. You know, like I did say that. uh, You said, tell me a joke. You know, which is what we. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) so uh, Neil 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 got him.
2: Oh my god Neil, 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 Neil
5: Is We Good. started talking about comedy oh, Lower it down a little? A little okay, cool So um, you say something along those lines You're Like, oh yeah, what kind of stuff do you do Or something like that And I, I go, oh, you want to hear some jokes? And he goes, you, sure And I just repeated your act to you And then I remember you were laughing You kept laughing You, know, you think I'm not going to laugh at my own jokes? God, you they think I'm funny. gonna sit here? Yeah, they're funny. Yeah, I think they're funny. Yeah, and you were—it was pretty funny because I was just doing your job. I was like, "What's he gonna do?" And then you were cracking up. Uh, you're me doing your material, and that's—that's <laughs> well, that's
2: yeah. how we met. Todd glass is a funny fuck. Do da do da. Todd glass is a funny fuck. Oh, do da day. He's a funny fuck. Todd glass is a funny fuck. Bop 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 bop. Um so also I w- 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 I just want to take a little time here we know all this but the mm-hmm. audience doesn't. Yeah. The Laughing Skull when I first started going there I remember Paul F Tompkins had shot a special there. Mm-hmm. It what wh- I really loved that place. And what I loved about it was in in the beginning I don't know what it is now. I don't think they bring in out of towners that often anymore. I think they have enough which is fine. But it was a, in the beginning uh, when I first started going there, it was like these great crowds in a very little room. But my perception of it was not little. you might not know you 're going you 're in uh, what 's the restaurant the uh, vortex the vortex and you go down a hallway. But when you got in there is eclectic and funky. It was mm-hmm. a real room. It was like the red curtain and the show would open up, and they had someone back there opening the the big curtain. That curtain that's on that stage is the same curtain that if you're in a 5,000-seat room, the the gauge of that curtain. I know my, that seemed mm-hmm. like a big deal, but it is. Because when the lights go down, you see one fucking thing, mm-hmm. and that's what's behind the comedian. It didn't get in the way of the comedians. The curtain would open up. Good evening. They did like a thing, and and the hotel was nice, and it was right up the street. And I thought the crowds were great. It was really like... a. Fun, fun thing, and there were so many, tell me if it's still like it, mm-hmm. good comedians that lived in Atlanta.
5: Atlanta, ha- I mean, um, yes. Atlanta has some of the best comedians in the country. Wait,
2: does it still like that? It's still like that. When you go cool. back to
5: Atlanta, I it's so fun because like, I go to other cities and I'm like... You know, you go to, a, I'm, I'm going to name uh, cities that have bad comics, a Calcutta or, uh, <laughs> you know, New Delhi or... Fuck them uh, up! <clears throat> Bangladesh sometimes. And, you know, you go to these cities and the comics, they come up and you're like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm going I'm to wipe the floor with this crowd. You know, they they really, they, they, they warm them up, but it's not, you know, they don't kill. In Atlanta, you have to bring it. Everybody's bringing it. And everyone that's, everyone that's opening for you is trying to bring it harder. And I really respect that. I think it's... Um, I think it's an East Coast thing. I think that uh, Atlanta is kind of like the New York of the South. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, was, you, you know was, what I'm
2: saying? Yeah, yeah, I do. And 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 um, I also thought the comedians knew that. Look, we get there should be some gray areas when you do the A material. We mm-hmm. get it. There should be gray areas. Like well, I don't know what to do when it's a Thursday night show, but it's a big. I get. But one thing I always you know have have, have told I never had this problem in Atlanta, and I, when I say it's a problem, it's not that big of a problem. You just have to turn someone to the you have to you have to, you'll get it you have to sort of cleverly explain why not to do it, mm-hmm. but a comedian once said, "This is on a weekend where they're paying twenty five or thirty dollars plus drinks and and he goes yeah that new joke didn't work and I was like new joke yeah and I'm not like a fucking you know a stick in the mud right so what I'm saying is if you go of course there's time to do the a material or get the gray airs mm-hmm. where someone might go well I don't think that there you're not getting paid what's it matter but if you're if if this isn't the time to do your opening, do the A game, your A material. Hey, if it goes over, it doesn't go over. I don't give a shit. As long as you're trying, you're doing a good job. I'm another comic. I don't mm-hmm. if you're funny, you're funny. I don't care. But if it's not for this show where they're paying twenty five, thirty dollars, if you're not doing if you're doing new material here Then when do you think it's the proper time to do?
5: I, you know, I, 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 you understand what I'm asking? I
2: do understand what you're asking.
5: I mildly disagree. Disagree, let me interrupt you real quick, and then I will not interrupt Mm -hmm. you. Please disagree
2: not because you have done it, Mm -hmm. but because it makes sense. Don't just try to just think about it. Go, am I just disagreeing with this? So because I I think that I'll be. I swear to God, I'll let you talk as mm -hmm. much as I talk. Um. Mm Because if you disagree, I want to know because that's how you go. Oh, I never thought about it that way, but I think you're getting paid. You're on a weekend show. They're paying twenty five, thirty dollars. You're doing ten, fifteen minutes up front, let's say. So you think not necessarily you should do the, the A your, material. Yeah,
5: I think um, if you can sandwich a couple new things, I'm okay with it. If can I if, tell you something, you're yeah. gonna
2: think I'm just um, you th- you're gonna think I'm just agreeing to agree. Uh huh. I totally agree with you, and yeah. I forgot to say that because
5: like if you do, I think you should do majority A stuff. I think you should do eighty percent. You know, 75, 80 percent, and then if you want to squeeze in two, three new jokes, if you're doing well,
2: that's it. You, and
5: and oh. and if you and I, my, my thing with new material, when I sandwich it, I pretend like it's old. I don't pretend. I'm not like, nah, okay, this is new. I'm uh, you know, let me check my notebook and oh, okay, all right, all right, I just wrote this today. You know, I don't do that. I pretend like I've done it forty-eight times,
2: and when it doesn't work, then I go, sorry, that was new.
5: That's that's how I handle it. Can that's I how, t- then I apologize. I,
2: I, I'm sorry about that. Can I tell you something? I'm so truth. Mm-hmm. Glad that you didn't think you just had to you know out of politeness sometimes you just agree in a room, even if it's over right. something subtle. Because I'll tell you why. I forgot that part. Mm-hmm. Sometimes as a comic, and look, we don't start new bits that are twenty minutes long. It no. could be one sentence and then mm-hmm. if it kills you add more. Exactly. But I always said that, hey, if you do new material, if you do, you get to do one new job. And if it's mm-hmm. working, oh of course. I think comedians get to the point where you, you get a gut feeling. Sometimes you're driving down the street, you have a thought in your head, mm-hmm. and the majority of time it will work. Majority mm-hmm. of time, so yeah, I don't care if they do material, but if it's not working, you go back to the classics. Yes, exactly, you go back to the to the, the exactly. Best
5: stuff. And a lot of times when I do new material, it can segue into a classic. So like yeah. if, like I just watched a set of mine because I hate myself, and I watched myself. I watched an hour. I was in um um where was I? I was in DC. And I was watching my DC shows, which you're going to soon. Yes, uh, at the Comedy Loft, and I was watching f- three, four hours of footage, and I saw a joke not work. But then I go, I segued it into a joke that worked. Yeah. So everyone thought that I was just like for two minutes, just setting up this joke, Wait, but for two minutes it wasn't funny, and then the then I then they got to the joke, and I'm like, okay, finally. But I was but I was like, I, I also, you know, my mom also, you know. <laughs>
1: I love it. That's so
2: perceptive. People listening know our tricks. Sometimes yeah. I will. It's I do the same thing, and mm-hmm. it's good. It's like, but I, but I'll figure out like just how to like find a way to segue into this bit that always works exactly. And and i um, the other thing I do that sometimes with if I have something that I feel is preachier, than it's funny. Mm-hmm. I'll just put it before a punchline strong oriented joke. I go because mm-hmm. I go ba ba ba, you know, and then it's more of just preachy than funny. It's like if you agree with me, you'll applaud. So I don't. I, put, I don't think you're preachy at all. Um. Hey. At all look look i i would i i I will kneel kneel Neil. I like it louder yeah
5: because um, I' don't, I don't preach nana don't preach no no okay. i
2: i i okay. I will be you honest. got the reference Thanks. nana don't sp- what's that? Yeah, music? Papa
5: don't preach nana don't preach continue
2: papa don't preach <laughs> um. I don't think' preaching oh at all ever well Never I work on it, but it takes effort. There are jokes that I have that I know. Like, I know jokes that I have that are funnier than preachy. That means even if the opposing people that don't agree with you, they'll laugh. And that would be my goal, to have all my jokes mm-hmm. like that. Number one, it's if you're really, besides trying to make people laugh, if it's a social joke, you're trying to change their opinion, that's the only way you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then there's other jokes. I'm being critical of myself. At my best, I don't do this, but I have to be aware of it. I don't know where I even heard that phrase. Be Not on a podcast, but on a okay. on your stand-up. You're... It, it, you can do whatever you want. I'm not writing rules, but it serves your own cause to be funnier than preachy, um, because otherwise people just applaud because they agree. Right. but it's not funny. It's clapter. Yeah, yes. I'll, give the, I'll give you. I'll give you. I know. I've talked. Ex- what did you call that? Clapter. <laughs> yeah, it's clapter. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: <don't> know, that's the <laughs> phrase for it. That's is that, is it. that a phrase? I, I think so. Oh yeah. My God,
2: that's so great. Clapter. Say it again. What? Clapter. Clapter. Mm-hmm. Oh. Cl- <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's the old Tonight Shows where right. they would make the audience. Yeah, they
5: would just end something and they go, oh, it's over.
2: Yeah, applaud. Um, the, uh, be careful with that drink, I'm telling you. Um, I'm kneeling all right. I'm kneeling okay. I'll, I'll give you an example of a joke that I think is funny. I, think I would want all my jokes to be up to this. Mm-hmm. And my brother disagreed with this, and he goes, the joke changed his opinion. I'm not, hey, look. I'm just having confidence right now. I'm not trying to say this is one of my better Mm -hmm. jokes. I'm saying I am aware that this is a joke that is absolutely funnier than preachy. Um, And it's uh, about peanut allergies. You know, people go, well, they didn't have peanut allergies 50 years ago. And I really like to go over to the crowd. I go, now, look, there's smart people in this room, smart people that are going. He's right. There weren't peanut allergies 50 years ago. That's not that's that. That deserves a good answer because it's true. There weren't. There weren't. So come on. They're bullshit, or tell me. I go, no, you're right. There weren't peanut allergies 50 years ago. There were a lot of unexplained deaths, though. (laughs) And my brother goes, that changed his opinion on it. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, because it's it's so ironclad. I could have said you know you know just going on a rant and these people are like oh I mean, everything's bullshit isn't it cuz you're old and you're dying and nothing's right. nothing no there's no allergies there's everything's great now yeah and the people fuck you if you don't believe yeah. in peanut allergies i hope your son fucking <laughs> dies from a peanut allergy now it'll teach you to fuck well, right and that's what happens they Claptor, all yeah, what do you call go. it again clapter <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> There's a mild laugh and then yeah it's always So Hah. I don't want that
2: now do I, I have tricks? Sometimes, you know, I get the yeah. trumpet in there if I'm preaching. I always have the trumpet bump. I go, if I took myself too serious, would I have trumpets playing in the background? <laughs> um, so you started in Atlanta. What year? Do you I do? started in
5: two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yes. And what was the first place you went up? Laughing Skull. That oh, was it the is. first place I went. I uh, did the open mic, and um, I plan to do five minutes. And I've been writing this five minutes for six or seven years. I had been writing since middle school. Um, I would uh, watch Comedy Central, and I would steal people's jokes. Uh, I would write it down in a notebook, and then I would tell it at lunch. That's and what I did. Is that what you did? Oh, my God. I've never
2: met. Go, ahead, go, go. That go. was crazy. Oh, shit. Go, go, oh, go shit. You so, finish your story. And then yeah, I'll... so
5: I would do that, and then eventually someone was like, why don't you just write your own? And I was like, I'm not a comedian. I didn't know there was, like, a way to become a comedian. I thought it was just, like, I'm me, and that's, you know, Sarah Silverman, or that's me, and that's Todd Glass. I didn't know there was a way to get there. And so when I started writing jokes, uh, I started telling people my own jokes in high school. And then somebody was like, why don't you just go on stage? And I was like, I didn't, you can't just go on stage. <laughs> that's not how you do You can't just hey, hi, comedian here. Can I, yeah. I'm next, right? And so I went and signed up for an open mic at The Laughing Skull. And I told myself, if I bomb, I tried it, you know, I did it, you know, and uh, and if it but if it goes well, I'll keep doing it. And it went well. My five minutes became three and a half Mm because I was nervous, stepping on punchlines, stepping on laps. I didn't have any pacing or time crowded or half crowded. It was was packed. It was packed. The open mic was packed. Did you have anybody with you? No, I was alone. I didn't want anybody to know. I don't want anyone to hear. I the, honestly, I was you know, I was 19 years old, so 70 percent of it was about jizz. That was that was just what it was. <laughs> you, know, that's, you know, I don't want I don't want my mom. Fuck 'em like, up. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't need my mom. They're like, yes, tell the do jizz joke louder. You know, oh I don't I don't God. want. I didn't need that. So I was doing uh, jokes about cum, and they worked. And you know what's funny is there's a there's like one or two that I still do in my act from when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear the one that I do? Yeah. The one that Let I do. is me you make um, it sound like you're on stage. Okay. So um, uh. I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, you know if you drink pineapple juice, Todd, did you know if you drink pineapple juice, it's supposed to make your semen taste sweeter? Do you guys know this? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, I think it tastes exactly the same. That's, that's just me personally. Yeah. Fuck them up! Fuck them up! <laughs> so, um, so that's one so that I, I did back then. And so, I have a
2: few that I still mm-hmm. do, too. So, I get, so, so you go... Um, mm-hmm. Hold on, let me make sure my levels are good. I know Aristotle's here, so he's got control. He can tell me things. So you go on, you do well, you do five, you do three mm-hmm. and a half minutes. Yeah. And like, then when's the next time you go up after that?
5: So I uh, started going to more mics, right? And uh, I, this, it was so funny because I did well the first time. And then the next three times in a row, I bombed. The next mm-hmm. three times in a row, I bombed. And I'm dating a girl at the time. And I call her. And I say, I just bombed three times in a row. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe, the, uh, maybe a beginner's luck. You know, I have one good set. They like the gist stuff. No one else likes the gist stuff, allegedly. So I tell, <laughs> <laughs> I, allegedly. So I, uh, I'm on the phone with her. And while I'm on the phone with her, she goes, uh, I gotta, I gotta, I'm on a Motorola Razor. It's 2009. And uh, I flip it open. And uh, I get an, uh, I'm having a call waiting. Somebody's calling me. And I pick up. And they go, hey, where are you? And I go, what do you mean, where am I? And they go, you're on the show. I go, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm on the show. And like, yeah, you're supposed to be here at the, it was the Landmark Diner had a show in Atlanta. And uh, the club owner at the Skull saw me and said, hey, you should do the Landmark Diner show. And I go, okay. He was like, you should do it on Saturday. And I was like, all right. And I thought, okay, yeah, maybe I'll go sign up or email the guy. But he had booked me on the show.
2: He thought you were funny. He
5: thought I was funny. So he said, you should go do and it. And it went well. And so I, I run over there, and I'm late, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I was on the show. And I explain the whole situation. And they're like, it's fine. Relax. You're, you're up in a couple. You know? And I go up, and I destroy. Right after I was on the you phone. Need I need And I was on the phone with my girlfriend saying, I think I should quit. I think it's, I bombed three times in a row. Maybe it was beginner's luck. Maybe it's not for me. I'm just going to be an engineer. I'm Indian. So you know I just, <laughs> I, I just did that, and, uh, and I felt like that was a sign. I felt like a phone call coming in, where are you? You're on stage in 20 minutes. And I was also close. I don't live close. I happened to be close. And right. I, got, I was getting a haircut close by. I was like 10 minutes away. So I was able to make it there. So it all felt like the universe was aligning. And yeah. you know who, and the show was a piggyback show where you bring up the next comic. You know who I brought up? Kumail Nanjiani that night. Was he still? He was visiting. Oh, shit!
4: Oh, shit! Oh, he was shit.
5: visiting. I'll never forget what he said, and uh, I love Camille. Great guy. Uh, I bring this up to him all the time, but he... Uh, I had, I never met him before. It was my first time meeting him. He was visiting from New York to Atlanta. He was shooting a show on TNT, Franklin and Bash. Great show that I didn't watch. And uh, he he was visiting, and I had to bring him up. I had never met him, so I wrote down his name, Camille Nanjiani. And I go, and I do my set, and I have a great set. And then I go, guys... Get up for your next comic. I look into my notebook and then I go, Kumal Nanjani! I just completely fuck up his name. And then, yeah, go ahead. Oh shit. Fuck him yeah. up! Yeah, I fucked it up. <laughs> so he, uh, and then he walks out and I'll never forget what he did. He goes, Really? Really? This guy? The brown guy fucks up my name? Okay, I get that if Matthew fucks it up, or David, or uh, Stephanie, but that guy? Really? And he just goes off and he just roasts me for the first mm. minute and then he destroys. And I was so inspired. He was so nice. His wife Emily was there and uh, it was a great night and, and that, that made me keep doing comedy yeah. because it literally felt like I literally got a phone call that was like, where are you when I'm talking about quitting comedy? So that, I kept
2: going. I was hoping, like in that story as you were going to tell it, I'm like, oh, I hope this is what happens. He goes and he does well because you're rooting for someone in the story. You know, right, even know what's right. in the past. Um. But the jizz I, jokes work there. What? The jizz jokes work that way. Yeah, thank and
5: God. And you know, they're working thank again. God. I got yeah, them polished. I got, it, right, I got yeah. them polished up. <laughs>
2: um, sometimes, like when I do the podcast here, I'll, you know, I, there might be some new comedians listening, and I always like to remind because I didn't realize this in the present, but I can look at it back. It's not like back then I thought about it this clearly. But I go, you know, how after you have a bad set, you want to go home. Mm -hmm. And that's what I did a lot. If I had a bad set, I just boom, boom, home, drive home. I didn't want to hang out with anybody, right? I don't know how everyone else was. That's how I was. But then one night I had a bad set and my friend Mitch was going, no, come on. We'll go. We're going to the city. You'll have fun. And I went. And you know what? I had so much fun there and I was funny there. And I was funny because I was hanging out with friends. But mm-hmm. let's face it, when people, comedians, see you be funny, they don't go, yay. He, 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 they, they see you funny, be offstage. It's almost like your second opportunity to show who you are. It's not, it doesn't have to look as networking. When I learned that... When there were bad shows, I went out, and you know what? Maybe I did have a bad show, but I always did well hanging out with everybody and having fun. And you, your night doesn't have to be driving home. What if there's a comedian that's been doing it two years longer than you, and you're out hanging out, and you say something that makes him do a spit take? You're mm. gonna drive home with that, yeah? Okay, you right. did shitty on stage tonight. Well, I'm not trying to fluff it up, but God, I had a really good time afterwards, and just laughed, and you know, and the bonuses if you if you new comedian gets to know you, and uh, you know, so I always say, go out, don't don't rush home.
5: I agree with that. That's a good point. I always went home. Always. Yeah, I
2: never to- stuck around if I had a bad set. I
5: barely stuck around if I had a good set. Because I also started when I was 19, and they would kick me out of the club because I was in 21. Oh. So I would... It was so... there was a club. you looked young. Yeah, I looked 12. So I used to go to... That's why you
2: have to have a beard, right? Yeah, that's
5: literally why I have to have a beard. That's specifically but why y- I grew this. So people think I'm an adult. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. Because right, shake- you
2: could still... If we're not overthinking it, and mm-hmm. it, I, what I say is, someone can pass if you put them in with that group. Mm-hmm. Not, not now. We're gonna micromanage it and just over. You could probably pass for. I. It's uh, probably 16. Yeah,
5: 16 to 18. Yeah, I think I. Yeah. i I had to shave for an audition, and that week I got ID'd everywhere. Everywhere yeah. I
2: went, they're like, "Are you sure?" Every. It was always an Indian dude too. He's so like, um. So we're talking about uh. Oh, yeah, you go back Yeah, so I was
5: 19. I always had to, I usually, they made me leave. There was a club in Atlanta or a bar called the Star Bar, and I performed there um, every week when I was 19, and they would let me in. I was a comic, and I would drink there. And then one day, the guy was like, you look 12. Are you sure you're 21? I was like, yeah, I'm a comic. And then he was like, let me see your ID. And then they were so mad. They were oh. so mad, but they still let me perform there, which was so nice. Yeah. But they would oh, make, shit. Oh, me They would make uh, me wait outside. They would call me on stage, and the host would always go, this kid's like 10 years old or whatever, so uh, he's going to get up here and get the fuck out of here. Give it up for Neil Nanda or whatever. I don't give a shit. And then I would go on stage right after that, and then, they, then he'd get back and be like, all
2: right, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to get arrested. All right, next comic. Let's uh, keep the show going. I wish I had. I I always looked so much older, which I didn't love, yeah. but it, it did help that. It helps. I, I was sixteen. Because people take you seriously when you look older. They yeah, they I don't want to hear young. my
5: opinions when you look twelve. They don't want to yeah. hear like, yeah, you ever been in a relationship? Like, what are do you doing? Holding hands? What are you doing?
2: Yeah, t- subconsciously it just changes. I know a comedian. You know, um, a long time ago that just started dress. He was more like dress, very sort of, for lack of a better way, goth. Mm-hmm. But whatever the reason He was dating a girl And she bought him some things And he looked like One night He just looked Oh look how nice uh mm-hmm. Drake looks And um <laughs> Drake Sather Was his name Sound- I, That sounds
5: I, goth That sounds like A hot topic employee goth, Doesn't but it
2: But like You know I look For back of a right. better word I said that But And then um And then I asked him I go D- Do you feel like your jokes Because he was He had a very a Dark sense of humor He was really fucking funny But mm-hmm. he had a dark sense of humor And he goes Oh absolutely I go Easier right He goes yeah for some reason, coming from this, you know, and had a haircut, he just looked like you know, good-looking guy. It's didn't? so
5: interesting because I, when I grew uh, out my facial hair, I was doing the same jokes, and they were hitting so much harder. And that's why I kept it. I wouldn't have kept it had it not. You know, I grew yeah. it out. A li- I just got. I literally just got lazy. Is that's it all is, it was.
2: Is it as easy or the same to take care of it?
5: It's so easier. easy. It's
2: so easier? much easier.
5: So much easier. It's so much easier. Listen. I trim it. Two,
2: three times a week. Let me trim it for mm, you tonight. Please, you mind? I have some ideas. Yeah, is it a problem? <laughs> yeah. Is no, this I have, a, you? I have a, a, a a trimmer. Okay, beautiful. Um, hold on, let me. Wow. So. Oh my god, so smooth. Atlanta.
5: Yeah. Um, you
2: know, yeah. I love Atlanta. Hold you on. Go ahead. Let me play this. What were you gonna say? No, go ahead, play it. Play
0: it. Go ahead. No, what were you gonna say? What no, were no, you know. gonna
2: say? Huh? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, you play No, no, no. You play No, no come on. No, I insist. I insist. No, no,
3: Ten-year-old Tom got season two, do-da, do-da. Ten-year-old
2: Tom got season
4: two. Oh do oh, do-da-day. Principal Tom Glass, top build in the, the cast. Day. Ten-year-old Tom New got show season on HBO Max, most two, season. I play
2: the principal. I play the principal, ten-year-old Tom. We got picked up for a second season. Yeah, it's a big deal. Hold on. Do we have this? All the way at the bottom. I don't remember which
3: one that is.
2: Remember, it's the one we found? Dun, 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 dun. Bam, ba. Zach. Oh, I see. We have a big guest next week, folks. Here's a big deal. can't wait to hear him speak All right Aristotle, come on. Um before we leave Atlanta, which we probably mm. should. Sure. We'll get silly. Um You know, I have a theory that every city and I, and I, and I and I wish I could if I was going to do a business model could handle. Now, a good comedy club. Like what I mean good like 200-seat max, but bringing an axe from out of town, you know, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, official club, uh, could handle like 150 or 200. You do the math, you can make money. Um, And I think the only reason that it isn't in more cities is because people see it fail. And once they think it fails, it's hard for them to imagine, did they do it that wrong? Yes. Yes. And... And one of my things, if I was going to open up a franchise of things, one of the details of it, two details that I would have not said ten years ago, I would have done all the shit we don't even have to talk about now. Do the lighting right, make it have cur- no—that's that. What I always said, but you know,
5: I learned all of that from you. Well, I learned you. all that from you about you—you you being so picky. I was this guy's so picky. It's not picky.
2: No, I know. That's I know. What I, I know. I know what you mean. That's what I
5: thought when I first saw you do it. I was like, what is wrong with this guy? A little picky. And then I saw a club that did the opposite. And I was like, I'm picky. You yeah. got to pick. I'm picking that yeah. out of here.
2: I know what you mean because you know it's what I mean. a compliment. Yeah, of course compliment. I do. Of course I do. Yeah, yeah. But even you have to step back. You know, when you go, well, what is it? Is it because then we go, Todd, Le- no, I know it's better for the audience. And there is a right and a wrong. And, um, you know, that's why movie theaters, I don't just make it up. There's a reason in a movie theater that they have you in the dark. Mm-hmm. And you don't hear the popcorn machine. That's what I always love to remind people, like, At the movies, they make all their money on the popcorn, literally. You know, they don't make money off the movie. But they still know, and and I would tell any club owner this opening up. I've said this before, and I'm saying it again. I know you make money off food and drinks. There's still a way to serve it where you're a comedy club that serves food and drinks, not a restaurant that happens to have comedy. And the way that factoring is, well, what's the difference? They both sound the same. A restaurant that does comedy could be a nice place, some of the improvs, some of the improvs fall under this category. I don't need them anymore, so I can just tell the truth. Some of the improvs fall under this category. They have food. Oh, we got shrimp fluff fluff and all this food. Love the food's fluff so fluff. good, and the food's so good, but they serve food during the headliner. Hey, we make a lot of money off that food. Oh, okay. Hey, look, at another day I'll argue. I'm not trying to be coy. Another day I'll argue, but I'm not arguing right now. Okay, you're a restaurant. That has stand up comedy and and sometimes some really fucking good stand up comedy and you got a really cool stage and state of the art everything. You're a restaurant that has a beautiful place to perform at. The difference is when you're a comedy club that happens to serve food is, we don't um, sorry it's too late to get dinner, but is there we can get you maybe you know something we can get you out if you're hungry. Oh, why? They can make a lot more money. Why are they saying no to people at a good comedy club mm-hmm. that we can't serve dinner during the show? Because that reason. Because, yeah, you know, we serve food, but we're not, ser- not going to be a club that during the headliner act is walking food around the room. It, th- and you make less money, but you're respected as a comedy club.
5: Right. You respect right. The art. I mean, you could do like what you're saying, uh, serve food before the headliner. Of is course. That, like have a off. Well, so I, I tell know. you the truth,
2: yeah. at the good clubs... Mm-hmm. They try to have it pretty much gone. Wrapped up, yeah. Yeah, and if there's any food going out, it might go outdoor in the MC. But then, no, good comedy clubs that serves food. And there's ones that do it very well. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, it can be done. I get it. It's important. It can help keep the doors open. There's a way to do it right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I, I digressed. But one of my things, if I was going to go around trying to open up these little clubs, is go around to these comedy clubs already that have a manager that works so hard. He's probably underpaid. He doesn't, ha- he doesn't have to interview you. You've watched him run a comedy club for sometimes 10 years, and he's good in his job, and he loves comedy. Even at a shitty comedy club, you know a good manager? Right. You're like, he knows comedy. He just has to follow the rules. Right. You take them. You steal them, and you give them the most your mm-hmm. accountant will tell you you can give them without being a fool. I don't want to go, I'd give them 5%. If it's 30, give them. Make them happy. I want the person that I'm hoping is going to make my business success to be fucking thrilled to fucking death. So when he's there at 3 in the morning, he's making not just a little bit more than other clubs, a whole fucking lot more, more than any other guy in his position in any other club works. That, you go around, you open up clubs like that, you'll probably be successful. You'll be
5: successful, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. If you follow the rules and you, you, and you focus on the craft, if you focus on the art, if you bring people good shows, they will continue to come back. 100%. 1,000%. People want to have a good time.
2: The only thing I say different now, though, like when somebody goes, hey, my friend, once opened up a club, they live in Canada, can they call you? I'm like, yeah, look, I love talking about that stuff. Yeah, I'm on the treadmill. I talk to people for two hours. Mm-hmm. And um, You're on the
5: treadmill for two hours?
2: No, an hour one day and then an okay, hour. Right, you yeah. know, I you say, call, call them back. Tomorrow. Yeah, I'll yeah. call
5: you back when I'm back on the treadmill tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I, get, I get on the treadmill at one, I'll call you at one.
2: And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, friend of Canada. So, so, um, (laughs) um, I know Canadians. So, uh, oh yeah, I said, Mm -hmm. I never said this before when pitching a club. I go, it just came to me that I never put this in the budget, and I told them we were going through other stuff. I said, you know, there's something I wouldn't even have told you a year ago, but I I figured out what it is. You also need the money to put on top-notch shows for three years and have curtains that can make 40 people look ungoddamn believable and you know what you can do with 40 people Mm -hmm. you can you i know it nobody wants to build a club and go well let's have curtains in case there's 40 people no we're hoping we're sold out no but you still you do it that that's in your business model Mm -hmm. you have that manager and and uh what was my point
3: the the curtain
2: that this is something you would add to some. Uh, to oh, tell oh, someone. oh! So you can. So when you're not crowded, it can still look cool, but you need the money to be able to put on those shows for three years. And uh, that's because I notice this. Whenever I see a club doing it right, most of the time, I go back a year later. I want them to do well, so I ask, "How you doing?" You know what I mean. You want to hear them go? They go. Wait, 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 I still have my day job. You know, one of the. Oh shit! Right. They're doing it right. When somebody does it right, I want to see it succeed. Two years. Yeah, blah 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 but uh, and then three years you go oh, uh, Laqu- she quit her day job you know what I mean you're like mm-hmm. oh so you're, and then the fourth year they're like doing good and the comedy attic was sort of like that I found out what why comedy they attic were able where, to do it the comedy no the comedy attic in Bloomington, oh, Indiana oh in Indiana they yeah. didn't have high rent so they were able to just stick it out a lot of other clubs would have folded which that's the best club on the planet yeah so with that said, that's in the business plan. The, the Opening the club doesn't have to cost a fortune, but you need enough money. Because I will say this. Gathering, I'm going to just say it sloppily because you'll know what I mean, mm-hmm. but people that are not comedy savvy, there's more of them in every city. So it takes a little longer. I'm not, I'm not going to say if you do it right. No, you're going for a different breed. But if you have the three-year window to constantly, even if you're – Whatever you made that night, no, we, we're going to still bring in quality acts. Three years later, the word gets out. You don't need a big percentage. I don't even know if it's 1% of society that lives there. Right. You just need enough people to put, what, 125, 150, four or five shows a week. You have a very successful club. I think I, think I could do that. Yeah. You want to go where in would on you, it? Yeah,
5: let's go in on it. Where would you open oh, a club? I know. What Can city? I tell you something? Let's,
2: yeah. Almost where wouldn't I? Where would, where I? There's a few cities I wouldn't. Is, I, yeah, there, there would be. Sorry to talk trash,
5: but Calcutta,
2: not Flor- a good stand-up okay. city, you I'll know. Tell you where I'd go. Oddly enough, and I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I know because of Florida and their 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 opinion. You know what's not their opinions. Florida, you know, Florida, the reputation it has. That doesn't. That wouldn't stop me from opening up a comedy club there at all. There was a cool, what I say for lack of a better word, hip comedy club mm-hmm. years ago in Palm. In Palm, Palm Beach? Palm Beach. Okay. it was, And it was a lot of comedians. Mitch Hedberg started there, and Bill Hicks used to do He did his, you know, he would perform there a lot, and, and, and me and Greg Proops. And it was like in the middle. It was great. It was like a, there's definitely, you could tell by the pictures on the wall, oh, this was a club. They cultivated a different audience. It was absolutely different from mainstream comedy clubs. They had been introduced to a collective different acts, and they and they that's what they accepted. So you went in; it was like a treat to perform. When they cultivate an audience, that's what I think the Laughing Skull did in the beginning. Yes. I mean, or I haven't been there, so that's no. What I say you're in the right. Beginning. When
5: I started, I started at the Laughing Skull when I was 19, and it had been open for like six months, and I saw them put on quality shows, bring out qual. I mean. If you look at their the same headshots, the walls is it's you, it's Mark
2: Maron, Rory, Rory before, Scovel before before it was even that Rory Scovel was a draw at yeah, all. Before it was cool to, to like Rory Scovel.
5: Before it was you know the coolest. It's thing. It's still not cool. It's still not cool. Well, yes, not as right. Fuck right. him. Yes, fuck Rory fuck Scovel. Him. Fuck him. That's why I came fuck him. here. Nobody I came here. No, I know. That piece no, of no of that thing. guy. I know. God I know. Damn it, I, should I know.
2: Just let me walk it
5: off. I know. He stole my dog, and oh, I'm very upset about that. Yes. Fuck Rory. Yes. Yeah, fuck Physical
1: Season 2.
5: Yeah, all of it. Yeah, that um, show's done. I'm sorry. I'm pile sorry. I, of him. I shit. knew I knew there was a problem, but I didn't That class
1: show is professional, so it's time to go to commercial.
3: Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start
5: asking, "What's your secret?"
2: So that's so they were what a great headline Florida, number one. Yeah, I would Florida? say Florida. Really? Maybe three places. Where in Florida? There is what no city? way. Think about it. Which city Is Florida? there any way? Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, you're not going. Mm-hmm. I want your honest answer, but yeah. I'm going to tilt it a little. Go ahead. Tilt my answer. We're not going, well, we only need 1,000 people four times a week. No. You could have a successful club, especially when it's a piggyback club. You know what that is? The, the laughing skull. The right. restaurant goes, we'll get the drinks. People go, that's a lot of money. But it's, to me, it's the best way to own a club. I don't want to order cherries. I don't right. want to do payroll. Right. You make the money on the drinks. Yeah, there's the downfall about it sometimes when you want to bring an act and paper the room. It doesn't matter. It's the upfall of it is mm-hmm. that you run a comedy club. You don't, you, they make the money in the drinks. Yeah. You run a club. If it's comedy related, you pay for it. If it's drink related and the soda gun breaks, you run the liquor end of this. And if I'm filling the seats up every day, people tend to want to keep you around. That room upstairs that we used to have to rent out for banquets, mm-hmm. there's been a comedy club up there. We can use it on the off nights if we want. But you know what? They put four or five times a week, they put 100 people up there. Even that, they'd be, like, thrilled. So, I'm sorry. I'm almost there. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so the Piggyback Club. Yes. That, that yeah, What that, is the Piggyback Club? I don't even know what you're talking about.
5: Oh, when it's like part well, of a okay, gotcha. the building. You okay, don't own the building. You don't. Yeah.
2: You attach to a, to a uh, building.
5: Yeah, I agree. I like a piggyback club. Um, And but where would you open a club? You said oh, f- Where else? Florida. I yeah. said Florida. You, you said go. Florida. Uh open a club i mean there's chicago four, too i'll go ahead Sh- and chicago's it. fantastic i like nashville a lot Zany- nashville definitely nashville's so fun i love Zanies there um, but this would be diff- this is not Zanies, right not Zany's. you understand i do a black boxy little theater like a nice
2: little 150 theater can i tell you what i would do what would you do it's funny you say black box um mm-hmm. i really do think i really do i don't want to do it but I mean I've thought about it basically when now you could call it, you know a deck that became a, everyone was talking about decks a few years ago you know when you're writing a show you put yeah, a deck you put a de- Yeah, a you put a deck together. You put a deck yeah. together for opening up a comedy club. Mm-hmm. And and um one of the things that I was thinking about when when I was at a black box theater in Pittsburgh called the the Laughing uh, the uh the uh Comedy Arcade. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a little weird but you'll understand what I mean weird, when yeah. I'm done. No, no, what I'm about to say. Yeah, please. Um I I black box theaters most of the time the walls are filthy. So when you're mm-hmm. sitting in there it doesn't feel it's just the way it is. It's a Well, I a, consider the laughing skull a black box theater. Well, they had they had cur- red curtains on yeah, that far wall. Yeah, but that's wall. but that's a good that black a, box theater. Yeah, but I mean they literally exist? black walls when there's four okay. black walls. Okay. But the one in Pittsburgh why has it got to be black? Um it just disappears. <laughs> why is it got to be black? <laughs> it's like a mat, mm-hmm. it just okay, disappears. All right. all right, if you say so. Okay. But Can, it was pristine. Mm-hmm. Was
5: pristine. Yeah, pristine, okay.
2: And the pictures look like it's like art. It's like you're up there on stage, and I have the band behind me, so they're dressed nice, but against a pristine wall. And I told the owner that. He goes, ah, it means the world to me. I paint it a lot. I go, well, guess what? It's worth every second it takes you. People are sitting there. They're looking at, not with dirty, filthy. F- so I thought if I built a comedy club, I would call it a black box comedy club. I would put brick behind the stage and paint it bra- black Oh, I like you know, black, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, just paint it black. Oh, yeah. I would put a gobo up in the right-hand corner that said the name of the club. That's the light that shines on the wall. And every other wall in the room would be black. And if someone goes, why don't we put pictures up around there? I would, here would be my way to explain what a black box comedy club is to me. It's saying, look, if I put pictures of the greats around the back of the room, it wouldn't ruin the show. No one's going to go, oh, God, look. But my theory is go fucking nuts. When it has to do with there's one thing for them to see, that's the stage. So everything else is black. It's like a mat. You don't want pictures all over the mat. It's to, so what we do as a comedy club, we go, how can we bring in brilliant comedy and serve it beautifully? And mm-hmm. that's to make one thing in the room to look at, the stage. The focal point. Everything yep. else is I agree. black. I agree. And, 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 it's, and it's clean looking. And you have your staff. I would have let my staff wear anything they want black. Shoes, shirt, Pants, anything if it's black. If they have a bow tie,
4: mm-hmm. okay,
2: long pants, and um, so that's it.
3: That's the, so specific.
2: That's bow not tie. that much. That's saying if it's black, you can wear it, okay. just not All shorts. Right. Okay, and then bow tie, and walk around a room like that that looks artistic, and you play. You have a this would go over. So so Denver, definitely Denver. Oh, I love Denver. I love Denver so
5: much. There is a a great little uh, black box theater below a church in Denver. That I just did a few months ago. Have you done this? The the no. Denver comedy underground? I, oh. I hope I'm saying that. I did right. it. I did it. Did you it. do it? The one I went in the, and took over the, the whole The basement of the yes. church. That's the exact that was great. I, I loved did. It.
2: I did six shows there. Yeah, I did I did four just uh a couple months ago. It was fantastic. I got you know what? I'm gonna show you oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Remind shit. me, I, I took over that room. You took it over? I, meaning I, they, he was very nice, and he let me do He's whatever nice guy, I wanted. Yeah. I put a red curtain behind the I stage. I had ben. the bands. Yeah, amazing. We, it was amazing. He gelled it all blue.
5: I was there to do a college, which was the, uh, one of the worst gigs of my entire life. Uh, but it paid more than any gig of my entire life. So I was there to do University of Colorado Boulder. And while I was there, um, it was like on a uh, Thursday. Or, no, it was on a Saturday, but it was at like 4 p.m. It was uh, student asso- it was a South Asian student association, and those are my people. I'm South Asian, you know. Those are my homies. I like, I'm related to half of them, you know. Those that's my uncles. And this there. has to
2: do with the comedy underground. Yes, so I, well, I'm in
5: Denver, mm-hmm. and I'm doing the school. I bombed so hard because it wasn't just my people, the Indian people. It was uh, they brought their parents and their uncles Ugh. and their aunties. And uh, it, what was funny is the students laugh less than the parents. Because they were afraid to laugh in front of their parents. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And uh, so I bombed (laughs) horrifically there. But then I went immediately to the Denver Comedy Underground. And I was like, wow, this is an incredible club. It was packed. They had a piano. I play piano. So I play piano on stage. Yeah. Anytime there's a piano, I play piano. I made a rule. And that's how I learned piano. I legitimately learned piano. Do you have a piano?
2: No, I want to say mm-hmm. I want to show you something.
5: Yeah, show me something.
2: I, I'm not going to take over a room and make aesthetic changes yes. unless I think there's something special going on there. And th- uh-huh. everyone told me what you just said. A few right. People go, "Oh, he's yeah." He cultivates an audience. It's probably by the shows he books, and they were great. I brought in my audience too, yeah. but there were people that also came because he because they come to the shows there. Yes. Not everyone knew who I was, mm-hmm. and again, we did six shows. And um, I had the band, and they played jazz as they were being seated. We gelled the room blue. He met everything with positivity. We made the green room out of that thing when you go in right to your left. We yeah. put a curtain up there. That was it. that was nice. Yeah, it was it comfortable? We had we loved it. It was we great. We had a great it. time there,
5: and the crowds were so great. Crowds are phenomenal,
2: and it was just it looked cool with the amp, you know, in the seating raises in the yes. back. They had to put some seats like in the, in front, the yeah. They made it in the front, so mm-hmm. it connected it, which I really liked. But I had a lot of fun there. You know, sometimes you have really fun and you sell out every show. I know this seems weird. I won't call a place and ask to be rebooked because I won't. Because if they want me, I figure they'd call. They'd call mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, well, is that stupid, Todd? Maybe do they just- do
5: the do, they do the thing when you leave? Like, hey, hit us up anytime. We'd love to have you
2: back. Of those? course, we yeah. had a great time. He was super, super then I nice. I hit him
5: up because they get hit up 500 trillion times a know, day. But, you,
2: but, but I don't need that. You I don't want to be a that guy. Because I'm going answer right away. Like yeah. Vermont does that. They don't. DC Improv did that for years. Uh, Helium. You I've know, never it's like done you work DC there. Improv.
5: I've always wanted to do DC Improv. You know what it in. is? I heard it's incredible.
2: The DC Improv? Yeah. It's great.
5: The low ceilings. I hear it yeah. is... And yeah. And then
2: they run it. They know what the fuck they're doing. Right. But I don't. Maybe it's that I don't want to work a room unless. It makes me more relaxed to think, this is insecure, but there might be truth behind it. So maybe yeah. we shouldn't poo-poo it too quickly. I guess yeah. maybe I don't want to call because, like, I want to... W- now, if I had trouble getting work, I might start to take, lo- you know, lowering. But yeah. we're I'm we're on one of their favorites. And if right. they're not calling you, that doesn't mean they hate you at all. But they're not one of their favorites. You go, oh, you might be. Oh, so they... You're their your favorite. You had it. A- no. So that's why I probably... If they don't call me, I'm shy to call them i have broken that rule a few times because mm-hmm. there were people i knew in that city right but overwhelmingly then i'm like Ooh, what if they don't like me what if they're like he's a nice guy but i feel bad and i call them and then they're like just to be nice but it mm-hmm. oh. nobody just to be nice books you that's never happened in the history oh i of bet it has no
5: it's never happened no one's I ever just to be nice booking?
2: you're not horrible but yeah. you're like they'd rather have an easier act especially now with the music what with what, the music what music what are you talking band? about? I have a little
5: band. Oh, you have a band. Well, oh, I right. only
2: bring a keyboard player, but <laughs> okay. I use a local drummer. But I've been doing that for a little while. But it, it takes – it doesn't
5: – That's got to be so difficult to get a local drummer in every
2: city that can do – You know what? With Cam with me, it was mm-hmm. when I used to well, – I've talked about this on the show before. With Cam or Duncan with me or someone on the keyboard, and they're also on two iPads, mm-hmm. they know billions of things in their head. They, it's like You uh, have
5: somebody on two iPads? It's, it's, it's not that <laughs> I didn't know that was an instrument. It's not I that could, hard. I didn't know you could
2: play the iPads. It's not that hard <laughs> yeah. to teach a drummer. They amazingly pick it up because yeah. Cam's there or whoever's there. They know. They just go – and we also – I usually go in a night early. Right, I go and in the night practice, early, so yeah. the next day we can go over around noon. I go, let's go over at noon. We'll m- fuck around for three hours. Drummers pick it up right away. Yeah, yeah, drummers. drummers pick yeah, it's it probably over. the easiest it, one to pick up. Yeah, it is hard to do to be honest with you mm-hmm. without it. Yeah, it makes it so special that yeah. now, like, I go well, sh-, Indianapolis. Like the airfares were like twelve hundred dollars. I'm like, oh, I and ended up I had to cancel Indianapolis mm-hmm. anyway, which I hate at the helium. I had to cancel that date, folks. But the airfares were like eleven hundred each. It's getting expensive. It's getting really expensive. Yeah. I
5: love that you try to put on a show. I that's why I play piano on stage. That's why I do that. It it's makes it creates a separation. It creates like here's a comedy and here's a show and we're making this an event. Right. I don't I want people to leave going we didn't not we saw a comedy show, we saw a guy telling jokes, it was funny. Ha ha ha. I don't want people leaving going, ha ha ha. I hate that. When they walk out of the room they go, ha. Ha 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 ha. ha. <laughs> I go, no, 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 no. You saw an <laughs> event. You saw something special. You saw someone throwing their heart out there, and you saw someone creating an environment, creating a vibe, creating just you know an experience. Mm -hmm. Not ha ha,
2: and that we we talk. (laughs) You don't want that.
5: I don't want anyone ha
1: ha. -ha."
2: No, don't do it. I'm
5: with you. That was an experience.
2: I'm with you. Let me tell you something. It's hard every
5: time.
1: Aristotle's
2: going to hit me with a shovel one day, but I will tell you. I just experienced I it again. That bit.
5: I don't like that bit when he hits you with a shovel. But Daniel
2: Kino had mm-hmm. a show that Not he helped bit. put together at the Improv. Yeah. And, and um, I, I was proud that he asked me. He goes, will you just do over and give it your spin? So I go over to the Improv. L- luckily, there's a lot of really people that I love that work there. And a lot of the things that are done just because the people that know a lot about comedy don't have power over there. Mm-hmm. The people that know everything about comedy have the least power. So anyway, but nevertheless, mm-hmm. they'll still do what I ask. And it's sweet of them. And I went over. I got there half an hour before Daniel. I walked into the showroom. It was comfortable. And then I go uh, to, uh, uh, to Joe. I go, Joe, you know my theory on that, which I learned this at a comedy club. If it's comfortable before the show starts, you walk into a room, oh, this is comfortable. You're fucked. It's got to be yeah. too cold. Then it'll get comfortable. So right. we do that. And then the music in the showroom, I go, he goes, what do you think of this for the lights? I go, yeah. He goes. And I have the house, like, almost completely off. And, and then I brought a set list of music. And I put it on my iPad, and it's just great fucking seating music. It mm-hmm. makes you think this is not the yeah. normal world.
5: I hear 4,000 songs. And yeah. I said,
2: <laughs> and I said to, we we're watching people come in. I go, they're going to sit here for an hour before the show starts. Look what they're sitting in. It's night's already begun, and it's free to do that. Mm-hmm. For an hour, they're sitting, it's a little darker. You see the candles on every table, and you hear music you have not heard in your car. For one hour, you have the responsibility to make, to create something, an atmosphere for these people. And I see people fail fucking miserably to the point that there's no excuse for it. You don't mm-hmm. have to know, but like where I see this, you, do you not see this at all? I'm talking about a full-fledged comedy club, but you see the way they like, don't, you've never been to a jazz club in New York City and went, oh, I want to make my place like this. What, what's going
5: on? You know, I think that's why New York is the mecca of comedy. The clubs get it there. They cater to the audience. Do you, do you not agree? you disagree?
2: No, I'm, uh, but, I, but I was thinking more, because I'm sure if I... Uh, I think in New York, overwhelmingly, a lot of people get it. I That's walked what down I'm th- saying.
5: Overwhelmingly. Of course, there's yeah. going to be some... Club. Yeah. There's going to be you know, yeah. that club in Calcutta. But Calcutta, New York. But New York gets... They, I love New York comedy, because they don't care what uh, you know, free-form show you're on. They don't care what uh, movie you had a cameo in. like talked to Vin Diesel twice. They don't care about any of that. They care, are you funny? Are you going to kill? Are I, you, you know
2: what it is? I probably wouldn't like any club. It, for me, it's hard sometimes to go to even the good clubs because there's a lot of crowd work being done, and it really stresses me out. The funny thing is, it was never done at Largo like it is done at the clubs. It was never done at the M-Bar like it was done at the club. It was never done at... UCB, like there's something that, there's a group of people that go, yeah. It's like sometimes I look at people in the audience and I go, they just sometimes. Do I mean everybody? No. Have I seen someone talking to the crowd that I've laughed at? Of course. But overwhelmingly, I just see people. Can I just watch a show? I just want to turn off.
5: I just had the worst. And
2: they're not wrong. My life. And comedians that I like eventually. Mm -hmm. I start getting a, it, it, some comedians I really like. And there's a crowd work video. I don't turn right away. I'm like, oh, actually, that's really funny. And because you have seen him do so much material mm-hmm. that you're like, yeah, he's this is a treat. This is like he's dealing with this. It's in the prompt it's mm-hmm. impromptu. And, you know, and then you see him go back to it. And then eventually you just see, oh, crowd video, crowd video, crowd video. Oh, so that's what you're going to be doing now. And I don't know why I think it, the, the best audience member hates it. Uh, yeah. The best audience member hates it. The people who love it, they're the people I wouldn't want in my club. I mean i I hear you, but there is a way to do it tastefully of course there is an absolutely a way to do it tastefully and to but 75 percent of the time no. I'm with you, I want to let you know i 'm totally with you, yeah, you that throw, way out you of the percent
5: ten percent they don 't go yeah. for the
2: low hanging fruit mm-hmm. they, they talk to the crowd that's the that's as, as you can say they don't go for the low hanging fruit um, I've seen it done where i've enjoyed it, but that's probably twenty twenty five percent of the time I'm being kind, yeah where you see no no that that's the other 75 is just like a just like a bully, like oh, I don't know. Right. What are you doing? You on a first date? You you, you stick it. Yeah. You stick and your penis when you hear this, you hear
5: seventeen people do it in the in the same night. Yeah, right. it's like hey, you guys fucking. It. It's like that guy. The last guy did it. Yeah, that guy Neil did it. He did it. That guy. Okay. So yeah, I agree with you. I think that um, you well. know, but I do think it can be tastefully done. Well, I think of you can course. do it. Yes, I think anything can be done correctly.
2: I didn't preface it because yeah. I thought you knew. I don't know. I
5: don't What
2: what if Where we have I? this Megan? Where am I, Megan? You're coming to the show, Megan. We have your we have this music. This is betting music, that is dedicated. It's called Megan betting music. Makes our show seem more like a Netflix special. Todd Glass and Neil Hanna 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 Hanna, sit down. How long are we in our Aristotle? We are nearly at an hour and a half.
5: Wow, we got what? A that flu. That felt like seven minutes.
2: <laughs> oh my goodness. I think I just got here. Somebody sent us the sweetest email years ago and Lynn sang it. Me- Megan Megan's what was Megan the D- D- Stallion? D- is that was it Megan D- 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 Stallion? It the Stallion? Right? What is it? Snyder? The uh, Stallion. Uh, I think it's says yeah, the Snyder. St- She sent it in years ago. This is just her email. My friend Lynn sang it. This is what her email said.
1: It's nice. Sweet. Yeah, I'm at the point where it basically hurts my heart. To love the time class show as much as I do. Yeah, I'm at the point well, it basically hurts my heart to love the tide glass the show as much as I do. Ooh, I practically can't stand it.
2: Aww. We didn't forget about you. No,
1: I practically can't stand it.
2: I love this person because they're right.
1: I practically, 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 practically. All right, man. You know
2: what? You made a big. Day. You tried to be, be the star of that song. It's beautiful. Uh, that was yeah, beautiful. I, know. I love she Megan Thee Stallion. It. I know what she means. Mm-hmm. That when I listen to Kevin Meany, I couldn't take it. Right. The fact that someone listens to this show, I hope that's what it's doing for him. for the people you know, that know. Like I'm just it.
5: impressed that Megan Thee Stallion is a fan. That is phenomenal. That is incredible to me. Who is, is that? An yeah, actor? That's a rapper.
2: A rapper. Yeah, she's,
5: she's got a. Very um, gyrating butt. I, oh. I just I saw her live. Oh shit. I saw her live. I I appreciated butts so much more. this year. I saw her Coachella, ah. and she was doing like butt acrobats.
2: Did you just go there this year? Yeah. Was this your first time I, going?
5: I, no, no. I've been a few times. I have a white girlfriend, and so we go every year. That's the law. That's the law. When you have a white girlfriend, you have to go every year. And we saw Megan Thee Stallion, and I see her music videos. I see her twerking, and, so, and then I saw it live, and I was like, that is. That's that's acrobatic. I'm seeing Cirque des Soleil.
1: I'm gonna look you know? at this tonight.
5: You're gonna look at Buzz tonight, <laughs> guys. Everybody, Todd's gonna look at Buzz tonight. But I can look at you know yeah. I can look at a lot of no, stuff. And I appreciated it. It was fantastic.
2: I can. You know, you know what?
1: Hey girl, you like me a little bit? Oh. No, I don't even like you a little bit. Come on, girl, you like me a little bit? Huh. Not even a little bit. Wait. Don't you like me a little bit? This has bit? a happy ending. You, I don't this. even like you a little bit. Huh, I heard you like me a little bit. Um, well, maybe just a little
2: bit. Okay, just a little bit. Yeah, she
1: Isn't liked it him Isn't that funny? A little bit. It
2: seems like they're just going to, like, argue yeah. the whole time. And Yeah, she liked him a little bit. This is great, this thing here. This is Lizzo, Mumble, Scott. It's
1: about them. time. <laughs>
0: Oh. He put these two things <laughs> together. Play it from the, the beginning day 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 again. Day it get funnier every time? It's about them time. This was on Scott Really, really, we it, again. I not get enough of it. It's <laughs>
5: You know, that's who you would be runner-up to in American Idol, Todd. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's number one. I'm sorry. They, they take the cake. Oh, God. Well,
2: I guess we're done. Are we done?
5: I know. It goes we so done? quick. By yeah. the way, this was incredibly strong.
2: I told I you. Very
5: drunk. Well, I'm glad well, we're, don't, d- don't I'm glad we're anymore done. Don't drink any more
2: and we'll order some I'm, I'm pizza. I'm going to
5: drink a, a lot
2: more. Um, Megan, we're so excited to have you in studio. And you're going to meet Aristotle. If he's not here, it's because he doesn't care. But I already Damn told right. him. Didn't I tell you, Aristotle? That I don't care? No, I told you that <laughs> someone's coming and they'd probably like to, I'd like to have you here because they've been listening to the show yes, yes. from day one. And they're the reason the head engineer, one of the head engineers from Netflix, she's friends with. She listens to the show. I met her in Portland. I hope I have all this right. Mm-hmm. And then we were having tr- sound issues, and she was my friend. He's like the head engineer at Netflix. I didn't know he he came down himself, and he's put I it also all together. I want to make it clear.
3: I do. Cl- I do care. To oh, I, just, I know. Todd just scheduled it on my double birthday, on uh, my dog's birthday, and the anniversary of. Uh, no, that's uh, not uh, next
2: week. It's the week after.
3: That's a, that's what I'm just. I'm oh,
2: forgetting. is it? Well, listen. I understand. Don't worry. I'll edit this out. Joe, uh, yeah. Joe, because I need her to. Yo, know know, could I you don't. edit
5: the whole yeah, thing sure. out? Could you edit like from minute one to uh, an hour twelve? We're not releasing this. Yeah. Okay. Great. We don't. Just, we just, don't, you
2: don't you release it all. This. Out? Yeah. Thank you. We don't release anything. Right. You edit me Get rid of these, and then we're gonna say good night. So. <laughs> cross promotion. We've got season three to die. die. I think you should leave on Netflix <laughs> got season, season three, season three oh, ladies and gentlemen. This is our cross promotion.
1: Robinson. Cross promotion.
4: I think you should leave got season
2: three oh two day. Bop up and uh, there we go, we got that. The guy, did we play that ever for him? I yeah. know we did. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Neil,
5: Neil, Neil. Sound like a guy who's scats Neil, Neil. but
2: only knows the word <laughs> Neil, right? Mm.
5: Yeah, you know like Neil, 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 Neil,
2: Neil. Neil. how about if we wrap it up by listening to the song that we were going to play? That live in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Was that cool? Yeah. Neil, thank you. It does. It goes quick, right? That went too fast. I'm here for the. Okay, well, how about if we play? it? Let's play something. I'll I'll play it,
3: but I just mean for context. He asked me the favorite song of this band.
2: Pup. You know, pump.
3: No. They're they're pump. Pup. 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 P U P. -p -p Yeah, they uh-huh. were at Coachella. Oh, they were at Coachella. Okay. They were at Coachella but okay. they, you know, not yeah. on, the, not nearly the main stage. The, the make- is this
2: a good song to close? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, throw it off. We'll close. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just happens. we'll listen to we'll it. We'll happens. we'll say goodnight Thank you. So <laughs> it's it's icy roads out there tonight, folks. Be very careful driving out of here. Icy roads, very icy. Uh,
1: just, go, just going in. Yeah, yeah we'll no. we'll okay.
2: we'll blend into it. Aristotle, thank you for doing what you do. Neil, thank you for being on the show course. It goes quick. Vinny? Yo, Vinny. 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 Vinny.
1: Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey, Vinny. Hey,
5: Vinny.
1: A thousand choices that I probably should have called
0: off. on every little thing. And again, so are you.
2: but rebecca i know you're out there you're like is he talking to me you know there's a rebecca out there wait i did just email him rebecca i got your email i will respond it was very sweet if you're like well my name's rebecca and i did just email him but how do i positively know it's me oh did your email have oh shit in it like the jingle Oh, shit. oh, oh shit. Rebecca here's mr Rogers
1: it's you I like it's not the things you wear not the way you do your hair but it's you I like the way you are right now the way down deep inside you It's you, I